When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up and welcome back to the Kind of Funny podcast. Out of all the podcasts we have at Kind of Funny, probably the show that I have hosted least. So I'm very <laughs> excited to get into it today with the crew that I was saying before this went live. I'm pretty sure this crew has never done a KF podcast together. I might be wrong about that, but I think this might be a first. And that crew, of course, includes Texas Street Latino Heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the Globetron headshot, Nitro Rifle from Twitch.tv. Andy Cortez. Fucking crushed it. I, I almost <laughs> lost it. I almost lost it. Where'd the nitro rifle go? I don't know. I need a little bit more of a pause. You know what I Absolutely mean? Absolutely crush it. You crush it, Tim. <laughs> um, Mike, so great to see Mike. Like Joey, no offense to you. I miss Mike, man. I missed Mike a lot. Dude. No Damn. offense to you, Joe. Damn, sorry, well. Joe. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> you, want me to, you want me to get out of here? You guys just want to do this? <laughs> yeah, just the two of you. I guess, I don't know. Shit. We, of course, we're joined by, it's Christmas in June, Joey Noel. I guess I'm here. Yeah, shade <laughs> out the gate. <laughs> and rounded out the crew for today, it's the master of hype, Snowbike Mike. Joey, it's so great to see you, but like I miss Andy. You know what I mean? Like we just oh, haven't yeah. been together. Okay, this is the it's our fun episode. Marg night. So like I've just been missing the fun with my guy over there. But you know, I'm back home in the hoe, and hopefully, me and Andy can reconnect, play some video games together because we just we miss that bromance. That's all. Yeah, missing it. It's 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 late at night, and I open up the Discord, and nobody's there, and I'm like, that's right, they're all in the hoe right now. Oh. And I log on, and then JD says, "What's up?" And I'm like, JD, you back or what? He's like, Nah, man, I'm still in the hoe. And it's just, I just missed it. I missed the connection. I'm I'm jealous that you all had so much fun. You did offer, you know, Andy, come drive up here, man. But it's mm -hmm. like, you know, I was really busy over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Big weekend plans with the AMC team is right. Let me let, let like this is no exaggeration. I wish I had the exact stats. I wish I was tracking my sleep. But sleep debt. I mean, there's a oh, lot wow. of sleep debt being taken care of. Yeah. Being going into the black. Right. Getting okay. out of the red because. This weekend was, uh, I again, I don't know the exact stats, but I it wouldn't be too far fetched for me to say that I was asleep more than I was awake. Good for you over the weekend, yeah, dude. Like I am, I'm pretty excited for you overall. It was it was nap after nap, uh, a couple episodes of Kirby enthusiasm, take another nap, a couple episodes of Curb, take another nap. And it was just, it was non-freaking-stop to the point where, like, I feel despicable. Don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Like, I'm not proud of this in any in any way, but I do feel more energized um, on this Monday, having slept a lot over the weekend, getting some good workouts in, Mike, watching people play hoops, like, not playing hoops, but just mm -hmm. watching them kind of re-energized me. Mean? Yeah, I'm feeling better now. Mike, you had your hand raised? Oh, no, I was just saying, true that, you know what I mean? I was feeling it, right? You, you just <laughs> true, feel sure. it. When your homie's telling you about just a good weekend, you're like, I feel that's my core. Because, like, I know Andy. He'll go into the red. 
right? He'll dip into the red. He'll owe those hours sleep to sleep and he needs it back. Right. And like, I need Andy at 110% all the time. I demand Mm -hmm. that of him. I ask it of him. And so like, when I know he's back in the black, that means when I'm going to go to work, you know what I mean? Tim, like I'm looking Mm -hmm. into the future. I'm like, looks like some, maybe some neon, right? White speed runs with him. Maybe Mm -hmm. I jump over and play returnal with him. Like, how do I get the most out of my boy, Andy, who's fueled up and ready to go? The gas is in the tank. That's I'm a good call. See, yeah. I like that. I like that Mike's looking at this as a business opportunity. He's like, how do I maximize Andy's efforts? Like, we got a, exactly. we got a hot, young, nubile Andy Cortez off the streets here. Fresh out, fresh out the debt, you know what I mean, of the sleep. So oh my God. I, I, I'm right there with you, Andy. Like, I, I've had a very rough couple weeks, a lot of work to do. I had a lot of late nights, and I have not been sleeping well at all. Add on Summer Game Fest LA last week. I didn't sleep at all there, right? What, what am I talking about? We talked about on the KF podcast last week how I haven't been able to sleep past 7 a.m. and it's been this whole thing for me. Tragic. I am very excited to tell you guys that I fell asleep at 8 p.m. on Saturday night. 8 p.m. <laughs> and I did Hell not yeah. wake up until noon. Yeah. Oh, and, wow. 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 That's and a lot. Normally, normally after that, you wake up and you're like, I feel like shit. Like that yeah. is that was it was the too most much. rejuvenated Way I've been yeah. ever. It felt so good, you guys. And now I'm back. I'm a spring chicken. I'm ready <laughs> to fucking go. Damn. Now, Joey, to throw some positivity your way. I miss you. I feel like I haven't hung out with you in, in forever. forever. I yeah. know. It's just uh ships passing in the night, random text messages about uh Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when diesel posts. <laughs> I know, but no real hangs. Yeah. I haven't seen Moose and Toretto in forever. Cause like mm-hmm. I've we've gone out with Gia and stuff like that. Like the girls have gone out, but yeah, we haven't hung out in a long time. You'll have to come over soon. See them, see what's up. It's gonna be a great time. They've been hanging, they've been chilling. But you know what, guys? This is the kind of funny podcast where each and every week four, sometimes five best friends gather around these microphones to hang out, bullshit, and do all that type of stuff. If you like that, you can go to youtube.com slash kindoffunny or roosterteeth.com to get it as a video. But if you'd rather get it as a podcast the way God intended, you got to go to your favorite podcast service and search for Kind of Funny Podcast and we'll be right there for you. If you want to get the show ad-free, if you want to watch live as we record it, and guess what? If you want the exclusive post-show, you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like anonymous Nathan Lamoth, Lamoith, Lamoith, Delaney, Delaney Twinning, Pargot Got Married June 10th Singh, Gordon McGuire, and Fargo Brady have done again the one show I'm not used to doing. So there's some names here. I'm like, I've never said <laughs> that one before. So that's kind of fun. Anyway, shout out to all you Patreon producers. You make the world go round. Andy Cortez. What is I know this I know this is not the kind of funny games cast, which is mm-hmm. what we do on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. Uh, Mike mentioned that we need to get back to Returnal. Mike, we can't get back to Returnal until my controller arrives. Um, I ordered Ooh. a brand new controller. Um, why isn't it's not showing up on the screen? It's not just it's just not showing up. <laughs> I'd love for it to show up here on the screen, and it's not going to do that. Which is uh, you can you send know, me a on. screenshot, Andy, and I can just pull it up from there. I mean, it's here we go. There here we go. go. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh. That is some Andy hey Cortez money maker. Yeah. So oh I bought, uh, as, as some of y'all may know, I bought a scuff controller. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was one of those I woke up really early for to make sure that I was there in time for the pre-order. Unfortunately, all the colors that I would have preferred were gone. They just oh. had the red. They had no customization. It was just, all right, get the black get the dark gray or the red 
And the red was on, the only one available. The dark green and black were gone. I was like, all right, I'll get the red. So I got the red, you know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll stick with it and I'll play it. I'll, it'll be my, my PS5 controller of choice. And then they do that thing where, like, you get the iPhone and the new iPhone comes out a couple weeks later. Oh, we're like, a couple of weeks later, they're like, hey, guess what? You can customize the scuff now. I'm like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> I wish I just would have waited. Now, granted, a good amount more expensive. I, I probably, mm. you know, spent like two months uh, worth of rent on this. Um, <laughs> but I was able to build it and pre-order it. And I sold my own one to, to, to Blessing, which is great. I was like, bless. How about I sell you at a discount? You know, you're getting a really good controller. It's got maybe three hours of usage on it. I haven't touched <laughs> it a whole lot. So I sold him the old one. I used that money to put towards this newer controller. Uh, but unfortunately, it's one of these that's getting built. So it's like it takes a while. It takes way longer to get here. The other one got here in about four days. This one, you know, it's been cooking in the it's been cooking over there. And I think in Taiwan. So I'm hoping it gets here pretty soon. But yeah, I'm so glad that I was able to to customize it's just so hot it's just it's so hot. freaking hot it's hot i, I appreciate Good. that i i have a, a very similar but different story andy and it doesn't end well i'm just going to start that off oh. it ends in a very bad place and that bad place involved this man right here tim getty's having to do physical labor so everyone strap in for a very very sad ending story um about eight nine months ago gia and i finally ordered a couch for our living room We've been having this dumb little love seat for for the last like forever. It's like we're, we're time to, to get an adult couch, right? Getting a couch is a whole experience, y'all. <laughs> if you've never done this, it is. You got to go to a bunch of stores. You got to sit in a bunch of things. You got to like quite like look at price tags and go, ah, oh, I am not doing that. And then they point you to the other area, and you're like, okay, I guess we're gonna look over here. You got to sit on all those. You eventually find one you want. Then you start measuring it out. And you're like, I think it's gonna fit. This should probably fit. Anyways, Uh-oh. we found one that we're like, oh yeah, this is stretching it, but it's gonna fit. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. It's in our price range. It was actually a third of the price of a lot of the ones we were looking at so i was like okay we're working with something here my wallet's going to be pretty happy with me um we put in the order for it it was like i want to say it was like last september or something and they're like is it a two-seater three-seater four-seater it was it was a three-seater just a three-seater three-seater don't got much room my my living room like especially with a couch can go don't have that much space so i was looking at like uh i think it was i think it was a 90 90 inch couch is there any room for toretto and and uh moose uh, moose to go underneath no no we we had to uh, that is they love doing that i know i know but it was a concession we we had to 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 make with this this couch but i mean hey we might be back to to ground zero here okay so here's the situation we ordered this thing in like september and as we've all talked about in different ways before this whole being an adult thing it is nowhere near as much fun as it's you imagine shitty. it. Super because shitty. you ordered this couch. I, I thought the hard part was picking out the couch and paying for the couch. Turns out those are the two simplest steps. Because I ordered this thing and they're like, it's not going to be there till January. And I'm like, damn, really? Like a couple months to get this freaking couch? But I, I, whatever. I don't need to worry about it anymore. Well, guess what? Wait, January? Holy shit. Uh, that's yeah. You said you ordered this in September? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I would be like, what? No, you got to call up everybody you've ever known. They no. shipping this from Mars? What's going yeah, on here? They got they they make them and then they ship them. It's this whole it, it, they the the big couch corporate got us by the balls. All right, I don't really understand what's going on, but it's ridiculous. And this is just normal. This is just how couches work, apparently. Like, really? Like even like pre-pandemic and like all this sh- stuff. No. I'm sure the pandemic makes it worse. No, but yeah, yeah. If you're if you're going to a furniture shop, 
yeah, you you better hope to hell that the exact model you want is in stock at that moment, or else you're not getting it for six months. That's just like, that's just normal. So January comes along, and they're like, "No way, we'll see you in May." And we're like, "What the hell? We paid for this damn couch in September, but hey, it is what it is." Anyway, June comes along, beginning of June. They're like, first week of June, it's gonna be here. We're gonna deliver this thing." And they come. They finally come. It's time to get it in here. And my worry was, there's no way they're going to get this thing up the stairs. We got some tight little stairs to get up. Like, how the fuck yeah. are they going to do this? But they're like, we're movers. We're, we we got this. Don't worry. They get it up the stairs. And I'm like, hmm. oh, we are golden. Uh, that's Gia. a tight fit. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. It was, fit. Yeah, it was yeah. tight. But they, they got it up. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Did not expect for it to make it up the stairs, get caught at the top of my stairs, not able to go into any door to get into the living room. <laughs> There's this little landing at the top of my stairs that has a lot of doors around it. There's a bathroom, yeah. the bedroom, the kitchen, the living room. It's like like kind of like the a spider web. Like it's this little area is like the spider's body compared to the the doors of the webs going out to a bunch of places. It's like oh, one my. of the first decision making points in an RPG. Like yes. this uh, this branches out of many different paths. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, the hard part was getting it up here. They'll figure this out. Well, flash forward two and a half hours. These poor no. dudes trying their best, any angle to get it through. I'm there helping. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I guess the couch is on me now. Cool. And we're just trying. And there, it's becoming clear there's no way to get it through. The guy looks at me and goes, we got it up the stairs, man. I want to try everything I can to get it in. It's up to you. But are you down to take the doors off? Take and immediately off, I'm like, yeah. oh, where's Kevin? Like, I hate it. <laughs> You're talking about the I, gate, right? The little gate? No, no. we had to take the gate off. Oh, I'm okay. About every single door. Holy shit. At the top of the stairs, which there's a comical amount of doors that I never realized <laughs> until this moment. Yeah. But I had to take off my bathroom door, the other random door, my bedroom door. I'm unscrewing like a madman as they're just trying to get this shit. couch? I mean, it's just a couch. It's just a long couch. It was just long. It was just very long. And it's not flexible. It's like, it's just a big it's all the friends big episode. Ass. You got to pivot. It did. We pivoted so much. I took all these doors off. It didn't help at all. It didn't help at all. There was another hour of them trying their best. At some point, the guy goes, I am so sorry. We have to leave. And they just took it. I just look out the window and I just see him putting the couch that I waited <laughs> almost a year for so at this sad. point into this fucking truck. And they just drive away. And I'm just like, huh. Gia comes home from work. There was like one of the days she went to the office and she goes, where the fuck's the couch? And I'm like, they just took it. They just, <laughs> it's gone. This, they just took it. There's nothing so, we could do about it. <laughs> so now, gone. so hopefully your scuff situation turns out better than this, Andy. But uh, now it ended up that they're like, hey, we're going to come back with just a smaller version of the same couch. And supposedly next week they're going to be here. I'll fucking believe it when I see it. But I'm also like, I didn't buy a smaller version of this couch. I don't know that I'm going to want a smaller version of this couch when you fucking get it in here. Yeah. But anyways. Have to get another now, by, sm by smaller, are we talking like going from a three-seater to a two-seater? Or is it just a frame kind of... Andy, what I think we're going is from a debatably four-seater to a three-seater. Mm. Um, but here's the bigger problem, which isn't bad. I think that's totally okay. But my problem is we're going from a Tim can lay down on this to uh. a Tim can't lay down on this. Oh. <laughs> You don't want that. Don't want and that. I'm I'm really sad about all that. But again, that's what, couch what if Okay, here okay. So, can you hoist it time. over your uh patio like up over yeah, the, patio? Up on the patio? Yeah, yeah. Well, so here's the problem. Launch though. it up there. 
Uh-huh. We can't. That would be crazy, but we could. Yeah. But that does not solve the problem. <laughs> of Is this it thing not just like a straight shot? It's slightly angled. Oh, which is oh. what caused the problem. Spider web. Yeah, man. The spider web. Spider will get you. Spider will get you, man. You know what? I'm talking about couches. Oh, go mm-hmm. Andy. Go really quick. Well, I was just gonna mention, like, I would. I mean, I think Kevin's ingenuity would mm. really come in handy right now because I think oh, he great. would suggest many different solutions. Yes, he would. And <laughs> immediately, I'm thinking double decker three seater couch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, why get a four seater if you could do a double decker three seater? Mm-hmm. You have you. Mm-hmm. you, you Bunk the people up top get a better view of the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they get a better view of the ceiling. Yeah. The top shelves of the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You know, Tim, talk about couches and manual labor. I was actually right there with you. As Andy and Joey know, last week I had my couch delivered right before I went to SF. And I had a similar situation where it was like, ordered it from Big Lots. Saved me a ton of money. Shout out to Washburn. I was going to buy a $3,000 couch. He said, hold up, wait a minute. What if we bought a much cheaper couch? Said, yeah, good call. Okay, good call. Right? And so Big Lots said, oh, we'll deliver it six to eight weeks. And I said, sir, Carson City is right down the hill. This should be here tomorrow, right? I got lucky. It took about four weeks to get here. Guys came in, no problem. Perfect handoff, easy for me. But when you talk about manual labor, I had a good one. Uh, the boys came back with me from San Fran up to Tahoe. And day one, I sat Washburn down and said, hey, I got a new coffee table. You want to build it with me? (laughs) And next thing you know, after a full week of them walking around, being in the sun in San Fran, having a great vacation, I got Washburn building an Ikea coffee table down in my living room. Suckers. How did you not stream this? (laughs) JD is now upstairs in my game room, completely redoing it, moving tables, putting up lights, putting up different cameras. And so I put those boys to work the moment they stepped in. And then last night, right before they left, I was like, you know what else we got to do? We got to paint some walls, boys. So grab oh a paintbrush. We're painting. And so every time they've come to visit, I've made them do some sort of manual labor every time they come. <laughs> every <Right>. time. <laughs> every every time. time. Whenever friends are there, when Kevin A. Sex went over one time, suddenly Mike's lighting in his stream room looks all different and the PC's now connected to this monitor and shit. <laughs> but it makes sense because when Mike is alone trying to do these things, it's a fucking disaster. Right down. Like, we, we were trying to connect his monitor for the longest time because he finally got, like, a, a high refresh rate monitor. And the whole time, it's like, well, like it's only getting sixty frames, guys. I don't know what to tell you. It's just getting sixty frames. Like, what? Well, that's weird. And he's like, "Oh, I'm supposed to plug it into the graphics card, right?" And we're like, "Oh, Mike, Mike, <laughs> Mike, like, I fucking." So, like, it makes sense why you would kind of put them to work. Now, what are you paying them with? Pizza? Uh, yeah, chicken pizza, nuggets. Uh, chicken nuggets was our our Ooh. dish of choice. Now, I will tell you, Andy, we went to the same restaurant five times out of the probably six days they were here and we ate nothing but chicken nuggets from this place. Nice. And when I say chicken nuggets, I mean like Tim, they showed up at McDuff's up in Tahoe. They have a McDuff's. portion control problem. Mcduff's is what it's called. And now McDuff's portion control problem where you think to yourself, Man, I can't wait to have a burger. Is I that, can't wait to have some sort of... Is that not your nickname for McDonald's? No, I, that's okay. what they thought too. That's what they thought. <laughs> and you think to yourself, oh, I want like some sort of meal. It is like three meals in one. So when we ordered nuggets, it's like a gigantic platter of probably 40 to 50 nuggets. And we probably finished the week with 
10 orders of chicken nuggets to the point where people recognized us when we would show back up. Washburn doesn't want to talk about nuggets ever again because he feels <laughs> sick now, but they're just so good. They're just so good. I need, I really need to try these out because I don't know what sort of oh my gosh level we're talking. Like, we're talking, I, think Chick fil A nuggets with like the kind of nugget and breading there, but think a little more beer battered, hand breaded with um special case cereal. Like the cornflakes are wrapped around oh, it, and they okay. are phenomenal. Okay. You get a whole platter of different sauces. There's one sauce, Andy, called the nitro sauce. That shit will ruin your life. Okay, like I touched it, just <clears throat> touched it like that, and it was so hot that it lingers for like are the rest you, of the day. Are you a spicy guy though, Mike? No, like, no, not at all. No, no, no. No spice. No, I hate spice. Joe, I mean, how I'm, are you when it comes to spice? Joe? I I like it. My body does not handle it well, so I'm the girl that's like, this is so good, but I'm crying. Gotcha. Okay. I'm a spicy boy. I, I like I want everything to be spicy by default, but I'm Me right too. there with Joe where there is a line that I cross and I'm like, why did I do that to myself? But like I don't want to stop. It's just I I can't physically handle it. And as I've gotten older, I can't believe it. But like uh, when Nick we used to complain about his stomach after he ate like spicy shit, I was, I was like, grow the fuck up. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, and then uh, I realized in the last like year or two, probably, I mean, I guess during pandemic, uh, a halal guys opened up in San Francisco. And every once in a while, I'll get that delivered. And I don't know if y'all have had halal guys before, but I am a major fan of this. Okay. And their hot sauce is incredible. And I just slather that shit on, have a great time. I'm kind of like you, Joe, where I'm like, I'm eating it. I'm just, I'm crying, but I'm like, it's so good. <laughs> uh, and then the next day I'll wake up and I will, reg- I, I will remember that I had halal guys for at least three days. And I'm like, it's happened to me. I'm old and I hate this, but I'm going to do it again in a couple weeks. But <laughs> it is so bad that like, I think about it before I order. Mm. And I don't like that. I don't want, I don't want my body oh. to tell me not to, to eat the things I want to eat. Here's the thing. I know we all kind of make fun of Kevin when it comes to his, I guess, his lack of uh, discretion when it comes to eating meals. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I know that that's a problem. That's a problem for Andy in the future to solve. And um, maybe it'll cause him to miss two shows on Friday. <laughs> we'll We'll deal with that when we get there, right? But yeah. usually the usually the spice stuff is something that I I know that I'm prepped because I have tums. I've got the chewy tums and I've got the chalky tums. A lot of people last time we on the podcast were like, "What the hell is a chalky tum?" Chalky tum is just not the. It's just a tub that you chew on it. And it's like you're eating chalky tum. Yeah, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's chalky. It's powdery. It's kind of it's hard to kind of bite into or whatever. Um, so I got the chalky tum. I got the chewy tum. But with both of those, I feel like I'm more than equipped to take on any sort of issues regarding spice or stuff like that. Because like I'm, I'm just like Tim. If there's a spicy version, make it spicy. Tums help with spice. They help with your post spice tummy problems. Yeah, got it. Okay. Yeah, they help with like the heartburn. Got it. I never. Honestly, I don't really have stomach issues when it comes to. Like, oh, I need a shit because I just had spicy stuff. My 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 issues are like heartburn. Just like at night, I'll wake up just burping like, oh, my God, what the fuck is happening in my chest right now? And that's where the cums come. The tum comes. 
So the Tums come in. I'm going to say something very, 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 very real and vulgar. So close okay. your ears oh, if you wow. don't want to hear it for just a real, real quick second. It's not my tummy that hurts. It is the post effects where my butthole be burning, y'all. Oh, <laughs> okay. be burning. And that's the thing is the Tums helps with the, the heartburn and all that. I, I haven't found something to help with that other issue. And it lasts like three days. So if anyone has any solutions for me, please let me know. Because I would like to keep indulging in way too much halal guys hot sauce. Anyways, that's enough of the, the nasty stuff. I apologize. Hmm. Good right there, Tim. I like that. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be open and honest with you guys. Because I've never had Tums. And I've never used them, right? And I never saw the point of that. But I guess when you talk about that kind of like burning sensation in your chest and then into yeah. your throat when you're laying down, mm, that's, that's what that is. That what that's for? Because I've never, I've battled that probably less than five times in my life, but I've experienced it. I didn't know that's what Tums was for. Mike? Yeah. Yes. The short okay. answer is yes. <laughs> the long answer is I, I imagine you're a lot like me when it comes to a lot of things in life, where at the end of the day, we're just scared little boys just hoping for somebody to tell us what to do. That's right. You know I mean. what I mean? And then when they tell us what to do, we look at that and go, mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> and then you don't do it for a couple of years until one day you do it. You're like, I should have listened to them to begin with. Tums is one of those things for me. I'm not a big medicine guy when people are like, oh, you should take this, take this. I don't know why. It's not like I'm against the science or anything. It's just more like I just feel like it's too much pressure to make decisions, right? Some time ago, I had this issue with the, the heartburn thing that you're talking about that again i've only had four or five times in my life but someone's like, just to try i think it was greg miller he's like just try these tums and it is undeniably the most instantly effective thing i have ever done in my life hmm. where it is just like i feel horrible i have a tum two minutes later it's like nothing happened it's foolproof for me every single time that feeling goes away instantly and it just it's doesn't come back it's got to be the quickest acting medicine, right? Like when we think about you, sometimes you have a headache and even pain relievers won't do anything. Like sometimes it takes a while for them to kick in, but sometimes they just don't work. You know, you ever have those headaches where it's like, all right, I've had four leaves right now. Surely this is the limit. I should not take any more leaves. <laughs> I am just going to be like this for the next, you know, 12 hours or so. Um, but when I think about having issues with allergies and like a Zyrtec takes a while to kick in, Every medicine takes a while, but Tums is like pretty immediate. And then you just lay right back down and you don't got that. It's in the top of my chest and the bottom of my throat feeling. And you burp. You're like, am I going to vomit? Fuck this, this. It's just taste disgusting. Uh, the Tums really get get rid of that pretty quickly. Chalky Tums. So avoid them if you can. Dude, here's the, the thing. The chalky is there Tums. Between the chalky and the chewy. Oh, well, the chewy just the chewy don't kind of have this aftertaste that is really unpleasant with the chalky tums i mean andy you're blowing my mind right now because like i thought that i my life was changed just with the existence of tums i didn't realize there was an option besides chalky this solves all my problems because i thought it was part of the trade that tums are going to hook me up and make me feel better instantly and in in return i have to do a fucking fear factor challenge of eating this whole goddamn thing of chalk <laughs> yeah no the antacid chews these chewy ones are very like they're like spree or or uh oh yeah like kind of they're candy coated and they're really chewy in the inside here let me break mm, one apart for you let me, let me show you the are they like the fruity mentos do they taste good 
You, you, they actually do taste pretty good. This one is cherry and lime, so you can have like a double dose of cherry. You can have double dose of lime, or mix it up, have a little, have a little cherry limeade. Um, so that's like the that's the inside of the of the the tums, but they're like oh, they're candy coated. Yeah, they're squishy. They're squishy. Oh. They hear a little a little crunch test for the audio listeners. Oh, yeah. oh, it's, it's good a good amount of crunch. It, it tastes sweet. Like I'm now. I'm you eat the taste these right on now. the regular, or just no. when you know you're gonna hit it. You oh, I pop I mean? about ten a day. Yeah, just for fun. Just... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just whenever I feel it. Like whenever I feel, I went overboard on the red pepper with this pizza. Mm. That's okay. usually when it is. Yeah. Or, you know, I got the 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 extra hot at Volcano Curry, and I'm gonna be oh. feeling this a bit later. And it's always like again two in the morning. I wake up out of nowhere and just like, oh, I feel like shit. Pop a couple tums. Go to sleep. Go right back to sleep, Mike. Is this something you can take preventatively ahead of time, like lactate, or is it just an after thing? Ooh, I don't think so. I don't think it's something you can take preventatively. But what you can take preventatively ahead of time, some probiotic vitamins. I chew on a couple probiotics. I feel less bloated after a meal. Um, It kind of, I feel like it's, a probiotic vitamin is like the firefighters at the bottom of a burning building where they have the big, uh, not parachute, but the big, uh, like a trampoline yeah. sort of thing, yeah. and like it catches the food safely. Like hmm. that's kind of that's how I feel about uh, probiotics and post and pre and and uh, midbiotics. Like all, when it, the body when the bodies from the buildings are falling, it's like the 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 people the firefighters and they catch them and like ah oh, kitties and children yeah. are falling down and they're not they're not dying. They're, it's not like it's not a rough hit. You know they're mm-hmm. being absorbed and all those stomach cultures right like what's the you uh fucking fuck Andy. <laughs> no what's her name jamie lee curtis says it the cultures oh, activia <laughs> yeah that, that jamie lee curtis because that's like probiotic stuff activia is like you know so. pre and post and mid uh jamie and lee like, yeah, let me google cool jamie lee curtis like probiotics <laughs> cultures because cultures is one of those words that has to deal with your stomach that you wouldn't think it does mm-hmm. um so just what are like these doing they help me poop um, they ju- they, they keep everything flowing the they way keep it's your, supposed to. They keep your gut health uh, better. They um, th- you don't feel as bloated after meals. You don't like I don't. It just yeah. It kind of just keeps you regular. It, I'm not saying like it's gonna help you shit more. It's not like anything like that. It just helps with the stomach cultures. Let me look for culture. It helps with those stomach cultures. Why Andy looks into this stomach culture things. Uh, Nick Scarpino normally hosts this when Greg is not available, but Nick is not available either. So here I am. But Nick asked me to make sure that I read one piece of housekeeping verbatim. He said, do not change a single word. So here I am. YouTube.com slash kind of funny. Have you ever thought about subscribing to your very first YouTube channel? Well, kind of funny is just the thing for you. Introducing youtube.com slash kind of funny where you can see me nick scarpino every day on such awesome podcasts like the one you're listening to right now why not put a face to the name by subscribing to youtube.com slash kind of funny while you're at it buy yourself a snake they're great useless thanks nick even when you're not on the show you're still somehow the most useless part of it so yeah (laughs) uh but hey if you want us to be able to be a lot more useful your support over at patreon.com slash kind of funny means the world to us so if you want to get the show ad free that's where you got to go but for everyone else check out these ads 
This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I've been using AG1 the last few months because I figured it was well past time I start thinking about vitamins, but I'm usually not the biggest fan of their format. So being able to drink a flavored water is much more up my alley. And I'm a huge fan here of the fact that it doesn't taste super healthy. It kind of has like this mild tropical taste to it that I look forward to every morning. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily Daily nutritional insurance, athleticgreens.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved only for big businesses to everyone. So upstarts, startups, established businesses, content creators alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to across the globe. Our content creator friends use Shopify to manage all their merch sales and stuff. And I recently got Gia a pair of Allbirds from the Allbirds website, which also uses Shopify. So that's an example of big websites using Shopify for their sales. You can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting on conversion rates, profit margins, and to help you supercharge your knowledge of your sales and your success. You can go to shopify.com slash kfgames, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial, and you can get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash kfgames right now. That's shopify.com slash kfgames for a free 14-day trial. Shopify.com slash kfgames. Which live cultures are best for your gut health is a question that people are asking on Google. The type of probiotic you're most likely to encounter is called lactobacillus acidophilus. And experts like say it's the most beneficial. Favorite what? Dinosaur. Pachycephalosaurus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, cultures are just a word that has to do. It. It's like similar to how proving has to do with bread. You wouldn't think it does, but then you watch Great British Bake Off. You're like, wow, <laughs> didn't know that was a term. Had the no idea. The only time I've ever heard it used. Yeah. Ignacio Rojas writes into Patreon.com/slash kind of funny, just like you can, and asks, "How's it shaking, crew? If you had the opportunity to bring back dinosaurs out of extinction, would you do it? Why or why not? As always, keep being awesome." Andy, let's start with you. Yes, absolutely. I, okay. I don't, and I, I, I don't really. Here's the thing: I feel like, I feel like the movies are. I feel like the people in the movies are way less safe, and they act as if like we don't have gigantic armies that could just stop an invasion if if something were really this dangerous, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if in real life, if we were to make a park, um, nothing bad would happen. It would just be, a, <laughs> it, would just be it would just be a tourist destination. I don't like all the, there's always these crazy accidental mishaps and shit like that. Like, I don't believe any of that would happen in, in a real park in the same way that like, 
when was the last time a tiger fucking escaped uh, at a zoo and like killed the fucking secretary that <laughs> from uh, from Jurassic World? You know what I mean? Like that shit just doesn't really happen. And I I feel like you know at worst it's something accidentally getting into the gorilla place or it's something accidentally getting getting into the lion's den. But when but that never happens really uh, all too often. So I feel like yes, we'd bring out dinosaurs. Make a zoo, make it an exhibit, make it like the the prehistoric fucking section of the of the zoo, and you're gonna profit, and it's gonna be great. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go watch a dinosaur. I don't really need to see a T Rex. I think just seeing like a Triceratops would be pretty dope. Have like seven foot thick glass, you know what I mean? So those horns don't break anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Bring them back. Joey Noel, are you siding with Andy on this or? Um, kind of. My answer is yes, but it's it. It's not that I don't think that all of those like crazy things wouldn't happen. I just think we should do it in spite of those things probably happening. Wow. Um, just because I want to hang out with dinosaurs, I think it'd be fun. I literally saw a video on TikTok this weekend that was like a dog that got into a gorilla enclosure. At I the saw zoo. that. Very scary. It was very yeah, and the gorilla was definitely like running towards it, and the people were very freaked out on the video. Um, I so Andy talked about there's a lot of like we have a lot of military or people that would be prepared to help with this. I think that they're prepared to help with like human problems i don't think they have like the tools to be able to contain dinosaurs uh guns shoot don't them think down rpg would just explode yeah. and wreck, you know what i mean but then don't you think that all of these people that have built this park would be like please don't blow up this million three million dollar dinosaur and then there would be a whole thing i guess i'm talking like last part. i'm talking like last resort desperate measures joe a t-rex mm. escapes like i don't ever foresee that happening I feel like, you know, I guess I just Life think about away, you know? I guess I just think about accidents that happen at theme parks and, and things like that. And like they're so rare if some a kid getting his head kicked off at a fucking theme park like <laughs> it happens. But it, it's not like these deaths happen all too often to be worried about the possibility of deaths happening at a dino park. You guys they, are definitely they, you're, you're opening my mind to, to some of this. Mike, I want to hear your thoughts, though. Uh, I want to first start off by saying thank you, Ignacio, for asking how I'm doing. I have a very awkward sunburn from wearing a crop top on a boat, and so my belly burns right now. But what? I just want to make sure you knew no that. Way. Well, we have to see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Shield your children's eyes. I can't see it. We can, oh, yeah, we can I see, see a little it. bit of red. Oh, yeah, there yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. So, like, you know, you know, you're like me. I got a gut, right? So, on the top part of your gut, or just like when you touch your gut, sometimes like it's ice cold. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and mine's so right now really chilly. My, gut, my gut, very cold. <laughs> but then the bottom part, red hot, red hot. So, Ignacio, thanks for asking how I'm doing. Tim, back to the dino question. Uh, I am on board for the dinos, like Andy and Joey. But I actually thought of the dinos. In a different way. I thought of it more as like they are out. They're just a part of nature, right? Like up mm. here, we deal with the bears and the mountain lions. And it's like, what's the difference of a velociraptor as opposed to a mountain lion, right? It's Pretty probably going to run away and hide from most people. But like it's lurking in the woods waiting for you. You know what I mean? So it's like, I think I could put up with that. And I would like that. And like, what if I get a baby stegosaurus? You know what I mean? That would Ugh. be cool in the front yard. Or, you know, a lot of people have like goats and like, you know, other kind of like llamas Tortoises. and weird creatures. Exactly. I would get those like little mini 
uh, velociraptors, you know, in the movie Copies. that the little kid was. Yeah, I'd get like six of those, let them run around my front yard. I'm like, what, what are they going to do? They're going to give you a little nip. They're not going to bite off your hand, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, you go in there, you play with them. They're going to you know take I mean? down the I... local livestock is what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> like, so for me, you, you have to big. worry about the environmental impact, though, Mike. You have to, <laughs> like, these bears wouldn't really be you know they would not flourish because the raptors are you know fucking closing <laughs> in on their them. locations <laughs> like but you have hunting. to imagine that these dinosaurs have like evolved with humanity over time it's not like you're just dropping them all in now right so, i don't like, know that that's all of the chain work. has been figured out no yeah, i like that joey that's how i see it. chain we're just dropping them in we're making it exactly. like andy would you like dinosaurs to be made yeah okay we'll start the production right now <laughs> today june 20th and they'll be done by, you know, the early, earliest mid-July, maybe. Uh, and then we'll start growing them. I like, think a dinosaur is going to take way longer than at least Tim's couch. I don't think you're oh going to get it. Oh, my God. In the yeah. next month. They gotta be no, but I mean, like, it'll be they born. Could. Oh, you're, you, I don't know. Yeah, you're right, Joe. You're right, Joe. You're right. Yeah. I, I think that I have to stand against all of you monsters. And I just need to put my foot down and say, no. We've seen six of these movies, and to Andy's point, these characters make a lot of bad decisions, and we get in wild scenarios. I think in real life, those decisions would be ten times worse and happen ten times faster. I think we would go from Jurassic Park to Jurassic World Dominion in the matter of ten months or less, because people are crazy and get these crazy ideas. Now, for those of you that do not know the story of Jurassic World 1, 2, and 3, I am not about to spoil that experience for you, uh, but I will say that you can, can tell from just the trailers that a core part of it is Owen Wilson, that's not his name, Chris Pratt, who played Owen. Owen Grady. <laughs> uh, can like kind of teach the Raptors kind of and like talk to them a little bit. And Man, like those the idea would have been is, so much better with Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, is wow. He kind of like use, tries to teach them to do things and then the government's like, yeah, cool, we're going to teach them to be fucking weapons. Now, the one thing that makes me feel a little bit better is that to my knowledge, and I'm going to need someone to correct me if I'm wrong about this, we don't have motherfuckers out there right now trying to teach bears and lions to militarize. So, like, I feel like Thank we might you. be a little bit safe mm. from the whole using sure dinosaurs as weapons. I mean, we're not. I'm definitely not. You know sure. what I mean? Like, I thought they were trying to like militarize like dolphins or something, like to like shoot a laser beam at. That was that was it. Yeah, that was that was the Russians. Movie. Yeah, the Russians were doing. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> that could be real life, Tim. Okay, who knows? He's out there. I just I don't think that those no, animals real, have Mike. the mental capacity to learn that. But the Velociraptors were like the second smartest thing in the park. You know. Mm hmm. Yeah. A Russian naval base is defended by dolphins. It's not as unusual as that it sounds. Russia's military is using specially trained dolphins to defend a critical naval base off Crimea, according to an anal analysis published by U.S. Naval Institute News. Um, yeah, so it's not too far off, but like, again, dolphins are not land running fucking killing machines. Yeah. And that's where I think that those movies get the most outrageous trying to militarize them like i don't believe that they know how smart these animals are i don't believe that they like unless you got the the raptor being like all right you want me to do what all right cool 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 yeah mm -hmm. yeah like unless they're talking back to you you don't know what the fuck these things are thinking so like that's where the movie goes it jumps the shark from it jumps the megalodon megalodon that was good see the thing yeah. is though with andy like i'm often surprised when i look down at my six pound pomeranians and i like tell them to do something and then on the third time i tell them they do it 
Like that's always like really <laughs> impressive to me. And it's like, we're not like actually communicating, but like there's something going on. And I'm like, how transferable is that to a Velociraptor? You know, I, I, I'm not sure. I, I look, I don't think it's that obviously you can train dogs and you can, you know, we see people doing German shepherd training where they like, all right, go attack the person now and heal, heal. And person's waiting, waiting, waiting. And as soon as the dude with the big protective gear attacks, then the, and that's fine because the German shepherd is, you know, you can hold it in your arms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But when we're talking velociraptors, we're talking big killing machines that are, very fast and very strong and very like i just that that's the part it's like you can't why are you you deserve this yeah. you deserve to have we deserved part three <laughs> we, yeah. yeah totally well, no, well your dogs that. have also gone through hundreds if not thousands of years of domestication mm-hmm. to get to the point that they're at now so i feel yeah. like and they're useless so it's like i i can't even fucking imagine like the, these things that are like, like like trying to teach moose to be militarized i don't think it's gonna happen i will say i was at the dog park this weekend and a uh, dog walker came and it was a sight to see y'all I'm not sure the legalities of this because, like, every once in a while at a dog park, I'll look over it at the side. It's like, if you're a licensed dog walker, you're only allowed to have, like, seven dogs. She definitely had, like, at least 12. Okay? (laughs) She has so many leashes, all these dogs walking in. And, like, the way the dog park works is, like, there's the main dog park. And then there's this, like, holding area where there's the two gates. Really smart to make sure that, like, dogs don't actually escape just through one of the doors, right? But this woman walks in with 12 dogs on her, Tim. in this little – in this little – oh, yeah, here I am snitching on this. <laughs> Snitch. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this little holding area, right? And it was the most impressive thing I've ever seen. She goes, heel, sit. And then all the dogs in synchronization, <laughs> like, sit down. Ooh. It was like, oh, my God. And she was like calling them. She opened the door, and she called them one by name and just be like, one, go, two, go, three, go. And they just, like, start darting in. It was, like, so impressive. Two of them fucked it up. They fucked it oh, up. And no. I was like, oh, no. And they, just, she was like, no, you stay. You stay. And they were like, okay, I fucked up. I fucked up. Like, I swear to God, they knew that they messed up. And they, they had to wait. They had their turn. And then they went in. I was like, this was the most insane thing. And I lean over to Gia. I'm like, Jurassic World is real. Like, this <laughs> this, this is Chris Pratt with the Raptors. <laughs> Andy Cortez. I, I, I need um. Like, I feel like I would like to see how many of these dogs have those, uh, the little button pressing things with the vocal. Oh, like bunny. Because here's the thing. Like, whenever I see those, I it's it's cute. It makes me laugh. It's all, you know, the outside, now, outside, and they're hitting the little buttons. And it's a floor pattern full of buttons. But, like, we only ever see the end result of it. I want to see the dogs learning that stuff because I don't know how that looks. I can't fathom like what the training process looks like. We only ever see the success stories. Also, (laughs) we only ever see the dogs that are like outside water, water and like, oh, you're thirsty. Okay, let's go outside. And like, but we never see the ones that fail and we never see the real training process of it all. Like I, there's a lot of videos on TikTok of actual dogs being trained, which I think is always cool to see where this dog, you know, hated people. And now it's like, you know, learning how to, you know, behave and chill out. But it's the button pressing training that I really want to see the process of. I don't believe it's real. 
I just feel like they're just hitting buttons at this point. I, I, I do think we see enough of those on Instagram as well. And like half of those video Andy's are straight up like, you don't know what you're talking about, you stupid dog. Come on. You don't know. You don't know what button you're pressing right now. You don't know. Damn, bear coming in hot. I mean, saying? I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. A lot of them, like, I think a lot of the owners, like, record those videos and try to, like, recontextualize it to make it seem like they're actually trying to have a discussion that makes sense. But a lot of the times it's like, nah, they're just pressing random buttons. But Mike, the do ones you feel that like do make conversations me... with the pugs, mm, they know ball. They know turkey. They know outside. For turkey. Sure. <laughs> like, it, oh yeah, it, it's real crazy, Tim. Like my friends will laugh because, like, sometimes I'll be on speakerphone with like Andy and the boys on Discord, and like Washburn loves to do it. He'll just yell turkey, and these dogs immediately, if they hear even the word, they will stand up and just start running to the refrigerator. <laughs> and like similar to what Bear's talking about with the button and Andy, right? Of like, if you yell turkey, these two dogs will run right to the refrigerator and start pounding on the door until I open it. So they definitely know what turkey is. I, I, the only ones that make me laugh a lot that I do believe that, yeah, these dogs know what they're doing is like, there was one where this lady was like up later than usual and the dog's usually asleep. And so is the lady. Like they're usually both asleep at this time. And the dog is looking at her like sleep, sleep, (laughs) (laughs) just fucking looking at her. Like so angry. (laughs) Like the lady is laughing because he's like, oh my God. Like, I know we're, I know we have to go to bed. I know it's like sleep. Now, sleep. <laughs> and it reminds me of the Rick and Morty episode, that first episode where the, the dog is kind of like, the, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it reminded me of. Dude, I, I, speaking of dogs real quick and the, that whole neutering situation, I'm, I'm in a really scary, scary place right now because so uh, I got my two dogs, right? Moose and Toretto. They're about a year apart um, where moose is neutered now we had to wait a certain amount of time to be able to do that that's how that works but there's a problem with these small little pomeranians where they have i don't know the science behind it so what i'm about to say sounds really stupid (laughs) but like the hole for their balls to drop through is so small that sometimes they don't go through so moose had only one ball drop so the other ball was stuck up in him so Hmm. in order to neuter him they were like, we're going to hope that the ball just drops. And if it does, we're totally good. Like if the New Year's ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> if it doesn't, by a certain date, we just have to do a tiny mini surgery, go in there, get the ball out so we can do our thing. Get that Which, ball like, out. Obviously, we didn't want to do, but we ended up having to do that. We're realizing now, Toretto's ball has finally dropped. But notice I said ball. Uh, so we have a redux situation oh. of, of where we're at. But I desperately do not want to neuter Toretto. Because the moment we neutered Moose, he was a changed dog. Oh. It really changed his personality. What did it change him from? It changed him from being this, like, most fun kind of just goofy little guy to a grumpy old man. Like, that. And Joey, Joey knows. Joey saw it all happen. I, yeah, but I couldn't tell you. I thought part of it was just him getting older. I've also only ever had girl dogs. This is a new experience for me. Yeah, and, you know, I, I don't know that it's exactly this, but, like, w- me and G, now that it's been a long enough time, we've been able to look back and trace it back and be like, I do think that that had something to do with it, for mm-hmm. sure. So I'm just worried because right now Toretto is the sweetest angel I have ever met in my life, and I just don't want him to turn, man. How how old was Moose when it happened? I don't remember the, the exact stats, but I want to say he was, like, 10 months old. Yeah, I mean, you're... You're probably not wrong, but 
I, I do think that like dogs do just kind of go through personality changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but like to say that you know getting neutered would change you uh, and yeah. your mentality and your your attitude. I don't think that's like too far off. I think yeah, it probably did have something to do with also, it. Also, like around that time as well is when they're getting old enough that like they kind of want to like. They they do definitely go through personality changes. Like that was around the time that we had to kind of like retrain Lulu because she thought she was like, oh, I I know all of the training stuff. Like I understand our relationship, so I'm just gonna start walking off on my own, not to run away, but just like I'm big enough that I don't need to listen to you all the time. So then it was like a whole like that's usually around the time that like you're trying to retrain them to be like, no, just because you're older doesn't mean you get to do this shit. Um, the thing with like not neutering. Um, and again, like we have uh, girl dogs, so I think she was already, um, I forget what the, the term is. Spade. Yeah, she was already spayed, spayed when, we, yeah. when we had her um, because you don't have to wait for the, the balls to drop or anything. I will say there is definitely, um, and I know that the, the palms aren't really going to the, the dog parks like a, a lot with like other big dogs and stuff, but there's definitely like, there's definitely aggression towards dogs that aren't neutered. There's definitely some, like, weird uh, stuff going on there, and I don't know, like, what the science is behind that, but there are definitely some, like, at weird attitude stuff between dogs that are neutered and aren't. Like, yeah. I'm a free dog and like you're not. Like, between the people, like, judgmental, or, like, no, the, dogs? No, like, the, the dogs? No, the dogs. Themselves. Okay. The dogs themselves. There's definitely, like, a... Uh, like we, a we've seen hormone, pheromone thing. Like yeah. a class system. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, dude, having both Moose and Toretto at a dog park, it's so evident. Like, they get treated differently by the dogs in like what? such a bizarre mm. way that is like so clear where it's like yeah toretto's giving off some fucking vibes man <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> keep it in your pants homie come on but yeah we'll we'll see how this all goes but i i'm just fingers crossed that it, it works out better not that moose is bad but it's like i just i miss my sweet little angel and now he's just kind of like a grumpy mcgrumperson are you gonna which hold is adorable like, no, are you we, not we, gonna do it. Or are you gonna no, do it we no matter what? It. We gotta. You do think it. so? Okay. okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have. Tim. Yes. What if? Mm -hmm. what so, if? Give it. Give it to me what right. If? Thank you. Thank you. What if these scientists are like, all right, we're getting getting ready to clone these dinos, and you're like, wait, you have one cloning serum left. Clone my dog at the age that he was cool. Holy shit! Mm. Like, oh. would you keep that? In the case that like Moose passed away ten years from now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, wait. Hold on. In this situation, you ask like, me Moose if I could change away my and fate, you're like, would I? I can yeah, like Moose passes away, and you're like, I have the ability. I have his DNA right here of like mm -hmm. the day that I got him. I oh, can yeah. resurrect him. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm getting really? it. Deuce is gonna be a, a fucking thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Deuce and Toretto. Don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. Put a lot of thought into this already. <laughs> no, I'm just really good at making bad puns quickly. Like that's the only thing I got going for me. Is, is so, there is yeah. there any parts of like your morality that would feel weird about it? It's like, no, I want more of the thing that I love. I love this person. I want to be with this being more. Yeah, I. I you're asking like this the real serious questions that like I don't want to think about. I just right. want moose. <laughs> so, yeah, I just want more. I want yeah, more I just of want this more. person I just that want I love. More. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Didn't I, Oprah so... do that? Where she like cloned her dogs? I thought she cloned sheep. Hold on. I don't Damn, think Oprah crazy. cloned sheep. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> but I'm pretty sure it's her that cloned her dogs. Has oh. Oprah Winfrey cloned herself? This is an article from 2010. Herself oh, app. <laughs> oh, watch out. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Oprah did clone dogs. I remember this, Joe. I remember this. Barbara Streisand cloned her dog. Miss Violet, Miss Scarlet. <laughs> Those are their names. Do they have... We'd have to do some research, but like, I would like to know the comments of like, was that dog the exact same dog? Did it seem similar? What was oh, the like temperament wise and stuff? Yeah, like that? just like all mm-hmm. that, right? Does it look the exact same, right? Because I'm not looking up Barbara Streisand's clones dog. I don't know what's up with it, but like, I got questions for that one. So, yeah. like, have you ever had your pugs around a lot of other pugs? Around a bunch of other pugs? No. We don't have a, a pug, no pug club fest. Up here in Tahoe, unfortunately. They have one out in Colorado, so I'm sure mom and dad currently have the pugs are taking them to a pug club but uh no the most we've gone to is like one pug named cherokee that we met at the uh dog park that's it okay okay because like i my whole algorithm is just people that own way too many pomeranians and like there'll be videos mm. where they they open a gate and there's like 18 of these fuckers so, that come running out yeah, and it's yeah. hilarious <laughs> and like me and g always will look at it it'll be like oh look like like there's a moose like moose would be acting like that whatever but i wonder if our dogs were actually in the group like how quickly i'd be able to point them out and i'm pretty sure mm. it would be very damn quickly and like i know that sounds like a stupid thing to say but like if you put moose next to a, a lot of other moose looking dogs, like it'll they look identical. And you're literally just like, okay, which three black dots are my black dots? You yeah. know? But like, I swear to God, if you just gave me like 15 seconds of watching him move, I'd be like, oh, I know that's moose. Dude, that I'm, I'm moose. you've posted videos and I've been like, that's moose. So I yeah. feel like if I can do it, then you're yeah, yeah, yeah. way faster. I, I'm always blown away by uh my my nieces, my twin nieces. I could I still am really bad at telling them apart. I feel like I've gotten better definitely and certainly not living there uh doesn't help, but it would be it would be so funny when I would go down and uh, closer to like when they were born, I'm talking like maybe 8 years ago or so. Um and my nephew would be like 4 years old and the girls are 6 and he is he knows them like he knows that's Alexa and that's Eliza and he like he has no trouble with that, and it that would always blow my mind because he, they look so freaking similar to me. And I know one of them has a mole. Um, Alexa has a mole on her face, so I know that that's kind of like my thing that can help uh, differentiate my nieces. But it'd be so funny because he'd be around them so much, and my parents are really good at it now. And it took a long time for them to be good enough to be able to like. They're not looking at us, but I can tell that that's. Alexa, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And like, I am still so terrible at that that I'm just always, I just call him like Mija. Uh, I, I, I just go, hey, baby, you know, and that, that's yeah. like all yeah. I say, you know, um, unless I like, unless we're playing a game and I happen to know that, you know, Alexa's Bowser or whatever, <laughs> like that's <laughs> easier for me. You but, need the cheat codes. <laughs> yeah. When it, com- when it comes to my, I'm like, I'm so terrible still at it. I don't know how. It was always so funny to me that. I say my nephew was four. There, were, there had to have been times when he was like barely learning how to talk that he knew who Alexa and who Eliza was. And that shit was like crazy to me that that even took place. Did you guys grow up with any identical twins? No. Uh, not identical, but my like high school and college oh. best friends were fraternal. But they looked very, very similar. 
Yeah, I mean, you guys, you you know this, or at least I've told you before. But James Burke is a, is a twin. I need everyone to know that. Oh James my Burke, God, I forgot oh, that's about right. This. James Burke does have a sister uh, who is his twin, which blows my mind. But um, in addition to that, there were like four sets of twins in my middle school and high school. They went to both of them, um, and all of them were identical. Like you could not ah, tell the difference. Identical. Anybody? Uh, my cousin Vinny. Anybody? No. Good fucking movie. You never I seen my Nick- cousin Vinny. Need Nick my for that one. Oh my it's pretty good, but I don't. I couldn't tell you line for line. Oh my god! One day, Andy. One day. But uh, I was always like so impressed because I feel like everyone, without fail, would be able to identify them by the end. Like end of year one of school, we all just fucking knew. It's like, oh, that's Jennifer. That's Diana. That's Brian. That's uh, Sam. Like, just like just the way that they are, and yeah. like that's just it is. It's a kind of a cool thing that like. When you're just around people, like I'm sure, Andy, if you were around them all the time, like it's the subtle little movements and changes. Like I'll see on my like Nest cameras or stuff, like the way that I walk when I'm walking outside of my my door to my car. And every single time it embarrasses me. I'm like, why do I do that? Like, why is that <laughs> how I look, look like this? Like, why do I look like this? <laughs> and, but it's like, oh, that's definitely me. Like, I know yeah. that that's Tim bitch ass Gettys, you yeah. know? <laughs> Mike, we haven't really uh, talked much about your Tahoe trip with the boys recently. Mm. What sort of shenanigans did you get into? And I saw a boat. I saw a lot of hiking. I saw margs and wine. Give, give us. Yeah, I want to know about the fancy place you went to that I think it was Washi sold you out and was like, you showed up in joggers and everyone's judging oh, you. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> Joey, I was like. We've had three full nights of chicken nuggets. Let's go somewhere else. I'm feeling Italian, right? And before we left, Joey, I told him, I said, we only have like two places that are Italian and they're both very high class and nice to dress up, right? And they're like looking at me like, what do you mean by dress up? I was like, just don't wear sweatpants and a gaming jersey. And they're like, all right, that's easy. And then five minutes later, I walked out of the house, sweatpants and a gaming jersey. And I said, we're going, right? <laughs> Fuck yeah. We showed them to the first spot. They're like, hey, we're full. So we set up another one. But here's the catch, Joey. A reservation was 7.15. It's currently 6 o'clock. And I was like, boys, I know you're hungry. We got to go get something. The meal before the meal. So we got mm. chicken nuggets at McDuff's before <laughs> Italian, of course, right? So now course, we're smashing yeah. nuggets. We show up to the fancy Italian restaurant. There's a bachelorette party. They're dressed to the nines. There's couples who are all dressed up. I'm in sweatpants and joggers, you know what I mean? Looking just real good. That's and, a statement, uh, Mike, you know, like, yeah, you know, I'm I think that shows people no, that comfy. you're there often enough. You live this high class <laughs> lifestyle. You don't need to impress anybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not there to impress anybody. Would I like to impress the table next to us? Of course. Like, hey, <laughs> ladies, what's happening? You want to get some drinks? Might I go on the boat? But no, when you wear sweatpants, you're not allowed to talk anymore. Your 100 you know? Thieves jersey. <laughs> <laughs> we had some wine. It was playful. Uh, you know, it was a light wine. Playful. Little- Pinot Grigio. I have never oh, tried a... that, Joey. But it was a cool white wine. It was good. It was good. I liked it. I liked I it. I like love you so much, Mike. <laughs> Go to white wine. You picked. Oh, good really? Wine. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that. And then what did you say it was? You said it was understated. Uh, <laughs> you yeah, I'm bringing up. I don't remember. I'm, I'm bringing up the tweet right now. Don't worry. Here, though, you know something like that. <laughs> it was I'm bringing like up the Michael Scott says the afterbirth instead of the yeah. Oaky afterbirth. Yeah. Uh, I'm let's see. I'm bringing. I'm bringing it up right here. Uh, this is fun. This is flavorful. A little bashful, but it's also Ooh. like I'm here. Well, <laughs> I'm here. That's God, what it's like. like. You say it, and I reminisce about the taste. Yeah. And so we had a good time. I took them on all the different hikes. Like they've been here before. 
So I had to up my game, right? Like you mm. all know when you're tour guide, right? You take them to the easy spots. They've been there. But when you come on the second trip, that means you got to elevate it, right? And for mm -hmm. me, I was like, we got to go to the killer spot. So we went up to the abandoned railroad. That was fun. We went down to the potholes. They loved the potholes. That's that's now a key spot I'll take people Is to. Is that the place you got lost? lost. Yeah, this is the place okay. that I did get lost. This time the trailer was seeable, so that was good. Oh, good. Uh, we went on the boat, and then we also got addicted to the wheel. Uh, and I hit big on the wheel, as many people oh, know. I hit wheel. big on the wheel. So the Please wheel explain is... explain this to people that, do, that don't know what the fuck you're The wheel about. is the new go-to casino game. We thought it was blackjack, but this trip, it was the wheel. And so the wheel is this gigantic wheel that just spins nonstop and it has different numbers up there, right? It has one, five, three, 11, 23. And those are the odds, right? If you hit it, it'll pay out 23 to whatever you gambled on. But then it also has the super, which is yellow and two different diamonds. And so the boys were like, hey, Mike, you got to do the wheel. And I was like, you know, I'll take you there, but I'm just going to do blackjack and then leave. I don't gamble my trut. And so I, I won. I won a bunch on blackjack uh -oh. and roulettes. And so right before we left, I was like, I guess I'll try the wheel, boys. You've convinced me, right? And the cool part about some of these casino games is you only have to bet a dollar, which is like a nice thing about it. Don't waste your money. So I put a dollar on Super, and it hits. And we've been calling it the Banana Boys. Whenever it hits the banana, we're on it, right? And we're high-fiving. We're making noise. Everybody's jazzed up. And when you hit the Super Wheel, it goes to the multiplier, right? So then it goes 20, 50, 75, 100, 1,000. And on our first try, on my first try, I hit the thousand. And so I won a thousand dollars. And I mean, on we a were one dollar bet, on a one dollar bet, we're screaming in the casino. We're all jazzed up, which then, just like the chicken nuggets, led to us at the wheel every single night for the next seven <laughs> nights, just hoping to ride that high. Now, I'll tell you, after seven straight nights of it, it only hit the thousand once. It just kept hitting 20. But we had a blast. I mean, I walked away up right now so i'm up on the casino happy as can be paid for the boat no problems and uh, hell yeah oh, dude yeah, i like the idea the of mike like oh, getting good. nuggets 20 times spinning the <laughs> wheel 20 times drinking a bashful pinot grigio 20 times <laughs> like just constantly going at it now mike as far as the wine situation goes yeah, you yeah. and i very similar creatures of habit you find one thing you lock onto it you laser sight on it it's like I sure I could try all the other stuff, but what if I don't like them? I know what I like. Is this going to be a go-to for you? This, this is definitely in the Rolodex now, Andy. Like when I think about wine and I'm probably, I'm sure you're similar to me, right? I'm not the biggest wine guy. Right. I've had, you know, working in the industry, you think I would be trying more wine, but I never caught to it. I get and a so, headache so fast. Exactly. Wine. And so Joey fast. will probably tell you in the wine world, sometimes you find that one bottle at some random restaurant and you're like, this is the best wine I've ever had in my entire life. But then yeah. you never find it again. I was on the hunt for some sort of barbacoa or barb something. <laughs> and I, I loved and I could never find it again. Barbera? Yes, that's it. The Barbera. <laughs> oh, this, this shit was so me. good. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and so this time, you know, I take Wash out to a nice, nice dinner. I'm like, Wash, let me buy us a bottle of wine. He's like, no, Mike, I don't want a bottle of wine. I was like, buy a bottle of wine, whatever you want. And so he landed on Pinot Grigio. And so... Is good. Uh, will I go back to it? Maybe I might be a rose guy now. Might try a little Ooh. rose next time. So we'll see where rose the wine world day. takes me. Joey, what's see, the one that you hate, Joe? Uh, I don't like Chardonnay. Yeah, Chardonnay is a boo boo. You don't want that. You okay, will be judged okay. in the same it's way no. people judge 
you for getting Pepsi. It's that type of situation. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. Now to keep to keep it simple. And now, Joe, I need you to step in and correct me where I get this wrong, but I think okay. I have it down enough okay. where there are essentially three different types of wines that you guys need to understand. That is the reds, the whites, and the sparklings. As long as you have an understanding of a go-to for each of those, there is no situation you're going to get yourself in trouble. So sparkling, rosé, cool. If you ask for a rosé, you're going to be – rosé or champagne. Those are easy enough to remember. You're going to be totally covered. Sparkling is, is fine. Sparkling is essentially just fucking like bubble juice <laughs> with alcohol, right? You're done. Delicious. On the white and red side, I feel like that's where you get into a little bit more trouble because there's a lot of different options. But yeah. the thing is, you don't need to worry about all those options. Just memorize the one on each side that you need to know. And I think the easiest mnemonic device for regular people to just never fail is you stick with either the Cab Sauv or the Sauv Blanc, right? Yes. Sauv Blanc, Blanc, like Blanco, which means white in Spanish, <laughs> right? Oh, That's they're the going to say like Blanca the fighter, shoe fighter. That's the white one. <laughs> So mm-hmm. if you want a white, soft blanc. If you want the red, cab soft. If you just remember the soft part, you're sitting pretty damn pretty. You'll be able yeah. to be in any bar, any restaurant, any anything, and you'll be able to look down. If you see those words, you're good to go. They go. They what's what's your name, sir? And you go, standard. Rico Sabe. Rico Sabe. <laughs> That's yeah. Cab Sabe. Yeah. And the, the waiter's like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> now, Andy, let me tell you an awkward moment here, okay? So we ordered the bottle of wine, and we got great service. But what they do now, Andy, is they walk up to you with the bottle. He opens it, pours just a little, and he hands I it to one person. fucking hate this. And so now there's the most awkward moment of he wants me to taste this. A, I don't know how to taste I've only seen it in the movies where they're sniffing it. He's gargling it down, right? And so I'm looking at this guy. He's locked eyes with me. And the whole table is looking at me like, okay, Mike, you're the chosen one, right? So I pick it up. I pretend to know what I'm doing. So I smell oh, it. I look at him. I look Man, at him with a smile. God, I, I wish I was I there. Sip a little, and then I go like this. I swish it around. And, <laughs> and, I, and I go, delicious, oh, no. my man. <laughs> so, this is awkward moment. When I'm like so mouthwash. Good well, what God. am I supposed to tell him? Oh, I hate that wine. Take it back. He's already opened the fucking bottle. Yeah. So, so here's the thing, Mike. Here's the thing that you probably don't know. And honestly, I'd be surprised if Andy knew this. Oh, I They're probably not- don't. They're not asking you to taste it to see if you like it. That's not what they're doing. With I've the never taste. had that happen to me. Oh, really? <laughs> most awkward I've never had that happen to me then. Because like they if, always bring it to the person that's ordering the bottle, and I would assume yeah. in most cases, oh, Andy's yeah, not the yeah, one yeah, yeah. Like, the bottle. If, if, if I go to a place, yeah, it, it'll be like, you know, when I've gone to places with an ex-girlfriend, she's the one who does that thing. Yeah. I've never had it happen to me. So the, they're not trying to see if you like the taste of the wine. Since the way wines are like corked and shit, it can the wine can go bad. They're just asking you, did the wine go bad? Yes or no? <laughs> so they're not asking you to swish it around your mouth. It's not a wine tasting. It's just like that is them checking to make sure that there wasn't like a corkage problem or something. So for you to sit there swishing around, the guy's I like, was giving that man what a the show hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Mike oh sticks his God. finger in and then... <laughs> <laughs> a little bashful for my taste. Oh my God. Oh I my wish I was gosh. there. That would have yeah. been incredible to witness that. 
that's that moment where your heart starts to race, Andy, because I'm like, I don't know what this man wants me to do. Because <laughs> he's locked, he's locked eyes with me. And he's like six six standing over the table. And I'm looking at him, he's looking at me. I'm like, am I supposed to do something here, bro? Your heart starts to race. <laughs> that's incredible. Oh, you love that. Sounds this, like a dude. great weekend. Um, yeah. I had one more question for you all because I was thinking mm -hmm. about this recently on a walk. Mm -hmm. Um, is there anything in your life that you wanted to be good at and you didn't really have enough patience to try, so you gave up on it? Something difficult, something that you might that takes a while to learn. Um, I think about just uh, like there's there's I play guitar. I know how to play guitar. I know the basics of, of you know, chords and songwriting and stuff like that. But there was a period in my life for about a week where I tried to learn how to do guitar sweeping. And that's the method that, that a lot of metal, a lot of metal guitarists will do where um, it. You just you, you do one stroke of the pick up and down on the strings. And as you're doing that, your fingers are fluttering over them. So it's like you're not doing like a da 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 with your pick constantly like hitting the strings. It just do 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 you know. It's like you hear it in a lot of metal, uh, in a lot of metal songs and progressive metal and stuff like that. And for about a solid week and a half, I tried to learn this skill, and quickly was like, this is gonna take way longer than I want for me to be good at it, and I don't have the patience for this right now. The same with like. Street Fighter 4 and Marvel mm. versus Capcom 3, mm. where I'm in the training room trying to learn the combos. I'm like, I can't fucking get this right now, and I don't think I'm ever going to get this. So I dropped those, like, the, I'm, I'm no longer pursuing this as a, as a talent that I want to be good at. What, what sort of things in your life do you have like that, that you just said, fuck it, it's not worth it? I, I'm right there with you on the music side to an extent where I love music more than anything. But growing up, it's like I, I didn't have the means to go to any type of classes or have any type of experience, period. So it wasn't until college that I was had even access to this type of shit. And I remember taking a piano class because like if you learn piano, you can kind of do a lot more with music and just like the way that you think about it with the two hands and all that stuff. I It was the only class in college that I, I did for like a month and a half and I dropped out where I was like, I just can't do this. Like I... I can't wrap my head around it and it bums me out so supremely because I want that skill. And I, I think I just got too old to be able to understand that stuff. And that's so true for a lot of things. Skateboarding. God, if you guys want to see something <laughs> embarrassing, Tim Getty's on a skateboard. Like I know what I'm supposed to do. I don't know why I can't do it right. Like, you know, I, I don't know if you guys have skateboarded before, but like, yeah, there's, there's goofy or normal how mm -hmm. you stand on a skateboard then there's also this thing called mongo mongo mm -hmm. means you push with your um front foot front foot instead of the back i'm goofy mongo tim <laughs> you're broken tim. Your i don't broken. know what to tell yeah. you i you're, can land your nick scarpino yeah you're nick scarpino playing inverted on a ps4 <laughs> uh yeah mouse keyboard yeah, i know man i wish man. it was different sorry joe what was yours Oh, I have two. Mine, for sure, one of them is guitar. I got a guitar for my 25th birthday. I was deep into my Taylor Swift era. Thought I was just going to be playing fucking songs all the time. Didn't take one lesson. And I was like, fuck, man, this is hard. <laughs> and I was like, I can, because like I took a bunch of music classes in college because I did choir and you like had to take like a bunch of stuff to be in it. So I was like, 
I knew how to like read music to play guitar and like tabs and stuff like that, but I just could never figure it out. And I never wanted to like put the work in, like, I didn't want to take lessons. I just thought yeah. it was going to be one of those things where it's like, oh, I know enough music stuff that I can do this. And that was absolutely not the case. Yeah. I was shocked at my passion for trying to learn. I like, I think learning guitar as a kid, like in middle like early high school, I just had such a passion for wanting to learn it. So like I was on my tablet program all fucking night writing stuff, figuring out like, again, I would download Mega Man songs and see how those songs were constructed and be like, oh, that's how that that's this sounds cool because it's doing this in the song. Like it's changing notes. It's doing harmonizing, uh, you know, uh, guitar notes. And I'm learning like the basics and kind of the ins and outs of it. But I had such a passion and patience for it. And then I tried learning sweeping a decent amount later. I was like, I think I was just maybe too old to try to get really into it. I don't know. What about yeah. you, Mike? Uh, I'm very similar to all of you. I have a, a couple of quick stories. I mean, first one, of course, is Adobe Premiere and Photoshop, right? I think all of us have had that moment and probably people listening where you want to learn, you want to have those skills. And then all of a sudden it will come out with a new update or force an update on you and everything moves and that always broke me. That broke me to the point where I never did it again. But I think of music, a fun one for you is, you know, as a kid, they put you into the different groups. They're like, you, know, you can go learn the uh, the strings. You can learn percussion. You can learn everything else. And they put me on trombone. And I remember hating mm. trombone, right? To the point where I never played. I just sat there and moved the thing. We needed to do band fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, all the way up to eighth grade. And not once did I ever blow into that trombone in those four years. All I did was move it. And so on the and you, app, you were I never called you. out. You were never nope. called out by this. Well, that's what we're You had a terrible bad. music teacher. So the then. finale of it all was, is the music teacher decided for the final of everything, you were going to go into a room by yourself and he was going to record you playing a certain song so he could then see how much you've grown. Well, he would let you go in with one other person to press the button and do that. So my good friend, Victor, hummed into the video recorder while I just moved oh, it. No. Like this. Mm, 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 mm. And I just did this, right? This man yelled at us for hours saying we're disgraced to music. Why would we waste his time and our time? Unbelievable that you did that. I did that for four years, just doing this, I, I, hoping to God it would end. Four he years? He deserves so it at that long. point. Like he deserves I it at that point that. because, like, I remember our music instructor. He'd be able to tell, like, when one person in like a like a section was out of tune. The fact that yeah. you couldn't tell, you weren't even fucking playing. That's on oh. him. That's on no, him. Like the yeah. fact that you tried to fake it with someone's <laughs> voice—that's <laughs> incredible. It was oh a move. my it was god, Mike! It was a decision, and so. That was like years of my life where it's like, you know, you see Andy play the guitar, you see others like on the piano. It's like, I wish I had that skill. But I think just like in football, I will never forget in middle school football, our first day of practice was the day that you got assigned a position. That was the day I had to go get my braces. So I showed up the next day. Everybody already had a position. I must have weighed 50 pounds soaking wet. I was like five, four, you know, and they're like, you're going to be D line and O line. And I'll never forget just like this. I never wanted to play football ever again because there was kids that were like 150 pounds. I'll never forget this one kid, right? He had paint all over his helmet, this big old fat kid. And he looked at me 
And he goes, hit me, boy, hit me. And I was like, I don't want to hit you. Right? <laughs> so I just tried to run around him. And this kid yelled at me for an entire football game. And I'll never forget it. So just like band, I didn't get to choose what I wanted to. Would I have liked mm. the trumpet or piano? Maybe the violin. Maybe I would have loved it more. But it stuck with the trombone, and I just hated life. And so, yeah, I just kind of flew by on that Mike, one. Mike, <laughs> were you always a... Were you a... Like, what size bracket were you in growing up? Because you're a tall dude. Um, yeah, I would say Did, did you hit a small. growth spurt in a while? Were you always short and then you hit a growth spurt or something like that? Probably freshman year of high school. But yeah, I, I was on the medium to smaller size for sure. Okay. Wow. Gotcha. Yeah, medium to smaller size for sure. And then, yeah, I mean, I grew up with some big kids that I'll never forget. Um, but yeah, that sucked. And then one more thing that I hate still to this day is... When you get into your like college years, you're going to meet these like hippie friends where maybe they want to play hacky sack or the new hot thing is frisbee golf. Frisbee golf. And for mm-hmm. us, we have an incredible frisbee golf right outside of the college. It's like 36 holes, a beautiful course. And all my friends, all they ever wanted to do was smoke dope and play frisbee golf. I fucking hate frisbee golf because I just <laughs> really? can't get it to come out of my hand right to where it will go flip a you it will go into the bushes and so for the next hour i'm already getting beat down by the sun but i'm chasing my frisbee all around that i don't want to chase you know and so yeah i never played frisbee golf ever since that and seems I, like, like some something you would love yeah. yeah that seems i'm bummed for you man you like you seem like oh. such a frisbee golf guy i don't know like i, I hate to peg you as that <laughs> yeah, but, but it's, just... not, it's not mike then who yeah exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> joey you had one more oh yeah um so after I got out of college, like I went to a really small Christian school. So like a bunch of my friends got married right after college and they asked me to do a lot of their wedding invitations. Cause I have like pretty handwriting. And I was like, you know what? A lot of the people are asking me this. I'm going to take like an official like calligraphy course to do this and make them all like all pretty and like fancy and flourishing and stuff like that. One of the fucking hardest classes I've ever taken in my entire life. And it was just like a fun, like class. Wow. Like it wasn't like a school class or anything like that. And I thought because I had good handwriting that it would be easy. Shit is so hard. <laughs> and I was not expecting that. So I figured out a way to like cheese it by just doing it with like different thickness of like markers and pens and stuff like that. Did you learn but, shit from the class that you could be like, all right, I don't know how to do Because I feel like Mike bringing yeah. up Photoshop. Like I, I do not. Andy knows this more than anyone here. I do not know what the fuck I'm doing with Photoshop. I know what I want yeah. to do. <laughs> like I know I know how to like kind of get there. But I'm like, Ugh. and I normally I can find my way to get it. 85 percent of the way there yeah but i know i spent an hour longer than i needed to because i did it some roundabout way but once you learn the techniques once you learn what you're actually trying to do you know what's possible did you kind of learn random things of like oh i could add this flourish to this letter yeah like i have like a whole i still have stuff probably in my closet um of like what the letters are supposed to look like and like the process behind like upstrokes are like really thin and downstrokes are really thick so like you can kind of play with that and figure out how to you can go back and cheese it and like instead of actually using like the really hard to use fancy pens you can just use markers and make things thinner or thicker um so it looks like calligraphy even though i just like did it in marker uh so that helped but like to try and actually use those pens with like the bottles of ink and shit like that is so hard and so messy and so expensive uh and it's not it was i thought totally thought i was gonna be great at it and i was absolutely not 
And now I know why people charge hundreds of dollars to do wedding invitations like per piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Jesus. Well, what a great show this has been. I hope this is not the last time this group gets together to talk about bullshit because it was a great time. We're about to do the Patreon exclusive post show for everyone over on patreon.com slash kind of funny. But until next time, I love you all. Goodbye.